Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. We have pre-recorded this episode slightly earlier than usual because Sam you're off onto the continent yet again on Thursday. I'm on a Euro- I'm back on the European tour with the Hammers. Yeah. I'm off to Frankfurt uh, tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn. Thursday which I'm morning, very excited yeah. about. So we, yeah, we're there? we're actually recording this on Wednesday. Uh just flying straight into Frankfurt where, like you know the last time when I went to Seville you had to go trains planes and automobiles a little bit. Yeah. Because everything sells out but um I took the risk when West Ham went 3-0 up in the mm-hmm. previous round against Lyon. And I think that Frankfurt were leading Barcelona 2-0 at the time. I thought, yeah. if I book now, I'll be able to get a flight for a decent price to Frankfurt. That and is... I gambled that, that, and it that, paid off. That's not... Even, that's not that, it's good logistics. It's great logistics. It's logistics but it's also yeah. um, high-wire logistics, as I it call is. it. But what I did was, Andy, um, obviously I've learned a thing or two from you. I paid the extra, like, 20 quid for the flight to be fully refundable. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what you need to do. So I was I was covered uh, in that sense, which I felt as well didn't jinx it, because some people were going, don't do it, you're going to jinx it, which is fucking stupid anyway. I don't believe but, in jinxing. No, so I, I just thought, fuck it, I'll do it. And it, it paid off. So tomorrow I'm just flying direct in for a very reasonable mm. price. Mm. And, um, How often does something genuinely get jinxed? Very, very rarely. Very rare. That I mean, I've seen it done. It happens. It can in happen. the 80s, it was rife for a while, yeah. but they stamped it out in the 90s, and now there's there's elements of jinx that still go around. There are still... Well, I mean, New, new Labour. Yeah, they new got Labor a shot got of, rid of it, didn't they? Yeah, they were more into the creative industries than yeah. magical mysticism and whatnot and curses. It was... Um, um, Thatcher, that, Thatcher was pro curse and she she actually gave out licenses willy-nilly she deregulated cursing and jinxes yeah she thought it was good for society for people to be able to curse their neighbors or jinx them you used to have to go to the post office and get a cursing license didn't you yeah and it was a hassle and it was about four pounds seventy which is quite a bit of money back then but But once you had it you could curse anybody you wanted to but then it was was like if you're going out and working hard and you see your neighbour next door not working during the day, mm-hmm. claiming benefits, just because they're disabled, right, or or whatever reason, j- curse them. Go to your local post office, local post office, get yourself a license, and put a curse upon your neighbour. That's what yeah. she was like. She was heartless like that, but she thought yeah. it worked. Well, it, it paid off. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, I'll be off there uh, to Frankfurt first thing in the morning. I don't have a match ticket, so I will be putting myself about a bit, living out loud in Frankfurt for the day. Oi, oi, yeah. Oi, oi, all that stuff. Will you and, be prepared to uh, dress like a German 
in order to get into the Frankfurt I'm, I'm wearing a lederhosen. I was going to say, i.e. lederhosen. I'm wearing a lederhosen and a little hat with a feather in it. Yes. And I've also learned that dance where you slap your thighs repeatedly. Very good. And that is how I will uh, attempt to get myself into the home end at Frankfurt Stadium. Will you, well, you're a vegetarian. Will you be eating a sausage? No, but I reckon the thing about Germany is, on the one hand, it's quite old-fashioned because they love beer and sausages. But Mm. on the other hand, it's really quite hipster in Germany now. Like, they're very much a sort of progressive society. I thought that was just Berlin. In in Berlin, it's in Berlin it's particularly pronounced that's sort of like the European capital of hipsterism isn't it but all over from my experience I mean I used to somehow fuck knows how I used to go to the Frankfurt Book Fair and host an all day literary event every year that seems implausible I know but it happened (laughs) year after year I'd get paid quite well um but okay, the thing no. was, towards the end, it was like it was, I was deep into my bad habits, and yeah. the last couple of years, I, I, I won't lie, I reaped havoc in the literary world. You overdid it on the beer and the sausages, and yeah, and the rest of it as well. And I, I am. Um, the thing was, it was a long day hosting quite boring events, and by the end, I felt in my mad, twisted addict mind, I thought I've really earned a big binge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try and spend all the money I'm being paid for this trip in one night. But the funniest thing was on the, the so so as a result, I do know Frankfurt fairly well, particularly the seedier quarters of it. And mm. I on the the fight to give you a flavour of how my standing at the Frankfurt Book Fair declined over time. By the final year, and maybe this was why it was the final year. I don't know. The, the the woman who was German who organised this event every year and was very officious and organised and all the rest of it, very nice. She had a last-minute dropout. And one of the things I was hosting was to do with, I don't know, movie adaptations or something like that. Yeah. So she was a bit panicked because one of the panellists had dropped out last minute. So I somehow convinced her to, <clears throat> to book my brother, the QPR terrorist legend, Casper Delaney... <laughs> as the panel as the reserve panelist right i talked to it i said look you know i might be able to get my brother to fill in and i i i fed her a load of flim flam about him um i missed out the bit about him falling asleep in nunneries and starting a fight with john terry yeah uh i I put in other bits that made him sound more credible than that and then i gave him a bell and i said listen what are you doing on Friday because I've booked you onto this thing I'm hosting in Frankfurt you can come with me they'll pay you and put you up and then afterwards we can go out and on the fucking massive piss in Frankfurt you know. and he was like yeah cool I'll do it that's and that's so disrespectful to the Frankfurt book fair and yeah. what it stands for well to, to be fair right, I mean you know he, as, I've, as I've spoken about before he, his job he, is, he does quite a high powered job somehow implausibly and he does work for Ridley Scott. So yeah. it was a bit... And although he mainly makes adverts, he's had a little bit of involvement in some of the film projects there. And so right. that was... And this was about adapting books to films. Okay. And so there, there, was, there was some sense in it, mm. um, but there was no sense in our antics that night. Uh, <clears throat> it was awful. And, and, that, was, and yeah. that was the last time. I haven't heard from them since. I wasn't officially ever sacked. You were arrested. Let's just, let's just say 
I haven't heard from them in several years. But watch out, Frankfurt, because old Delaney's coming back. And what I was going to say was, last time I was, like when I was in Munich uh, a few years ago, the uh, alcohol-free beer situation was insane because they take beer so seriously. It's got more serious here now. Like there's, I mean, even my local pub's yeah. got some on draft, which is great. But um, back then when I was in Munich, it was very hard to get anything other than disgusting warm Beck's Blue. Yeah. And But in Germany, they, specifically in Munich, in Bavaria, they take beer so seriously that anywhere you went into these beer killers, every beer they had, they had a 0% version of it. And they really took it quite seriously. And it was the same with the sausages. Because they love beer sausages. Free sausages. They don't want anyone to miss out on sausages or beer. So their veggie sausage, this is not some poxy corn sausage. This is some fucking German artisan veggie sausage right. and German craft booze-free beer. So for me, it's great. Uh, maybe they'll do drug-free cocaine as well and I can really relive the literary festival days. That sounds fucking great. <laughs> drug-free cocaine. Hey, talking of drugs... Uh, this is a bit serious, but I just sent you before. Well, before, yeah, before, 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 before you go to that, yeah. talking about alcohol-free beer, I want to talk about an advert for alcohol-free beer from when it, when it went big when we were kids. And Billy Connolly. And a brand called Barbican. Yeah. Do you remember Barbican? I do, yeah. And disgusting, I remember me, me dad bought some one. It was fucking filth. Um, but who was advertised by? Billy Connolly. Was it? I don't remember. There was that, one, or maybe remember. it was maybe ca- maybe he did Caliber. He might have He's... done Caliber. Well, Barbican mm. was Laurie McMenemy. Ah. And leading into what you were about to talk about, I just looked up the advert. So let let's listen to it. Everyone enjoys an eight oat. Thanks to Barbican, the alcohol-free lager. So can I. It's brewed as a lager. It looks like a lager, and it tastes like a lager, but without the alcohol. <laughs> It's great, man. Enjoy life. Enjoy Barbican, the alcohol-free lager. Ah, oh, Laurie McMenemy there, drinking Barbican and pretending to enjoy great. it. Very unconvincingly. Yeah, it, it was really uh, disgusting. From my, my memory of having the alcohol-free beer, which I did when I was a kid, because it was like, you'd buy it, and even though it was alcohol-free, you'd feel a bit naughty with your mates yeah. getting a can of that. But, that was boy, it, For, it was when you revolting. were a kid. It was a step up from Bash Shandy, which yeah, was the exactly. closest thing to or, beer or when you were a little deck. kid. Yeah, or top deck. And then yeah. you, you'd get some Barbican, which was the next step up because it was proper beer, albeit alcohol-free. But, but with the booze taken out. said, it tasted like um, shit. We've, we've um, talked before we've about... Since then. We've talked before about how we love ads for not products or brands, but just for, uh, what would you call it, categories, Right. So, mm. the classic being milk, right? Drink milk. Yeah. Fucking drink milk. Drink some fucking what milk. What sort of milk? Cunt. I don't give a fuck. Just, Just drink milk. it. This was an advert on behalf of the British Milk Encouragement Society, <laughs> right? The uh, Milk Persuasion Society. Uh, like, you know, apples. They're fucking yeah, yeah. crunchy, they're tasty, and they might even stop you dying. Eat a fucking apple, for well, fuck's my, sake. my favourite was the fucking advert for cream cakes. Yes. Naughty Get but nice. cream cakes down you. And they were Naughty like Barbara nice. Windsor and Oh, fucking... brilliant. A whole array of the best celebrities in Britain advertising cream cake. I reckon they got calls to go, we want you to do an advert. Who's it for? 
cream cakes. Count me in. I don't even want paying. Yeah. Just make sure that I, I have endless cream cakes on the day. I'm totally. a believer in cream cakes. I don't want them going out of fashion. English cream cakes that you get out the baker that are fucking oozing with shit tons of cream, right? Because if not, these fancy foreign cakes are going to come and take over and we can't <laughs> afford for that to happen, right? We want British cream in British fucking bakes from British fucking bakers. And I, Barbara Windsor, will not rest until every cunt's having one when they get in from work or school. Um, so, yeah, that was a good one. Eggs is always a good one, isn't it? Have some yeah. eggs. Flour. What about this? Carpet. Uh, what are you going to stick on your floor? Why not try carpet? It'll stop your fucking feet getting cold. <laughs> right. Got your neighbour keeps coming in your garden, does he? Get a fence. Get a fence. This uh, as, uh, advertisement was on behalf of the British Fence Foundation. Fences <laughs> for all. Uh, anyway, we love those sorts of ads. Now, I've, you know, I'm a big fan of the old nostalgic ads, and obviously, I've written a book about it. Mm. And uh, uh, and part of why I was inspired to write that book was those those adverts from our youth from the 80s for me were like you know it's like it's almost like a, a pop record the nostalgic can fill you with because there are so few channels we watched them all the time and they were funny and daft and they were all kind of quite quintessentially British as well because if you look at things like PG Tips or for instance George the Hoffmeister Bear which was one of my favourites yeah or uh, of course the Smash Martians they all had a sort of a lot of them had like very British humour and they were kind of slice of British life bit like sitcoms or carry on films and all of that so I'm a big fan of them so as a result I follow throwback TV ads on Instagram which I've mentioned before yeah. but my good wife sent me one today that I think Andy after that lengthy preamble of mm. me talking about ads and I wrote a book about ads and I love all these old ads this is an ad that I've discovered today that I don't remember from the time uh, I don't believe I'd ever seen before until this morning when it was sent to me by my wife. And I'm pretty sure, having thought about it all day and watched it well over 50 times so far today, right? <laughs> Most of which in the company of my son, Lenny, who loves it just as much as I do, right? <laughs> I have decided that I've discovered the greatest television commercial ever made. And it is one of these that's just for a generic category yeah. as opposed to a, yeah, a yeah. brand and it I'm <clears> sure I'll, I'll reveal what it is and then I'll play the ad it's it's um it's for British lamb British specifically lamb. British lamb chops yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> I said to and and basically I'll play it in a minute but the the premise is very simple there is a wife mm. and let's be honest I know we say this about a lot of things because we're a couple of fucking pervert old men who yeah. claim to be untriggerable. So we're always saying someone's sexy. But this is overtly sexual. It's ridiculously it's sexy. It's so overtly sexual, <laughs> it's it's like mad. It's really mad. Yeah. There's this attractive housewife, and she basically is cooking some lamb chops for her husband. Mm -hmm. And at the end, I won't give it away, but at the end, there's a reveal of her husband. And he is quite a fascinating fellow too. Um, I'll just play it. It's not as good about the visual. We will tweet these anyway. out, yeah. What about a bit of British lamb? It's ever so easy. Because it's ever so quick. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chops. <laughs> 
So just to reiterate, there's a sexy wife in the kitchen and you wouldn't believe the performance she does. She thrusts her boob. This is not us being triggerable old men. She thrusts her breasts at the camera and she goes really suggestively but in a way you just can't understand like how about a bit of British lamb it's ever so easy and then she looks the camera up and down in the most sultry sexual way I mean, the eyes yeah I've I'm got so it on pro- a, I've, I've got it on my computer screen now on a loop that the, the bit <laughs> it's only the bit Andy long. the yeah. key bit in this ad is when she does the eye she goes British yeah. lamb she looks the camera up and down and goes it's ever yeah. so easy so it's ever so it's ever so quick and then fucking hell in, in, a, in the next inexplicable moment, a cuckoo comes out of a cuckoo clock and just goes, cuckoo, right? Don't know why. It's got nothing <laughs> to do with anything, right? Then it cuts to just I, a I series... I think the cuckoo is meant to... Indicate I, how I, quick I, it is. I think the cuckoo is meant to um, represent an erect penis. That's what it feels like. And then it cuts <laughs> to, like... Then it cuts to, like, just a series of really fast-cut images of lamb chops in, all in different scenarios. Yeah. So you've got them with chips, you've got them with mash, whatever, right? And she goes, chop, 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 chop. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. And then at the end, it cuts to her husband. Now, her husband, I don't know the actor's name, but he's extremely familiar. He's I've an seen actor lots of things, yeah. from the 80s who yeah. always, always plays either a villain or a convict a vi- or a bed yeah. copper, right? Yeah. He's a hard man actor from the 80s yeah. that anyone would recognise. I'm pretty sure he had a permanent role in the bill, right? And he's the husband. And he's revealed, he sat there waiting for his chops. And she goes, chop, chop. Chop, chop, and it cuts to him at the end, close up on his face. And he looks like, he looks intimidating, doesn't he? He's wearing like a yeah. Fred Perry, yeah. right? He looks like a fucking scary geezer. And he just, he's got his knife and fork in his hand, pointing upwards in the traditional way that everyone in 80s ads for food always held their cutlery, like, so they could bash it, didn't they? <laughs> and he just looks and he winks super fucking menacingly, but also with sexual undertones at the camera. And he goes, chops. Chop. <laughs> How about a bit of British lamb? It's ever so easy because it's ever so quick. Chop, 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 chop. Then cut to him. Chop, chop. And then it just says at the end, British lamb. And the yeah. whole thing's over. And I'm like, so I, I watched it with my daughter. When she came in, as soon as she came in from school today, I was like, look at this. And she's like, oh, fuck's sake, what now? Right? Yeah. She's like, can see me and Len have been huddled around the phone. Right? And she's like, what's this now? So I showed her, I said, what do you make of this? And she, she did laugh. She went, yeah, that is super weird. Why is she being 
so sort of flirtatious and seductive. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. But also... Well, it's working. But all I know is I want the love chop now. But, but then Len said, but what about him at the end? The way he link, winks and says chops, she, he went... It's like, I thought that chops were like rhyming slang and we were missing the point of something. <laughs> and I said, yeah. It's like he's, because he's so shifty, the way he goes, chops, he gives a big wink as if to say, you know what I'm really on about, don't you, well, cunts? I yeah, ain't talking about lamb chops. And um, I said, maybe, maybe it's drugs and chops are mm. a, I mean, I, I've, I've heard cocaine referred to as chop before. Yeah. And so I said, so the kids found it funny when I sang to them, how about a nice bit of British drugs? They're ever so easy because they're ever so quick. Drugs, 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 drugs. <laughs> so I don't cut that there. This, the youngins. The, this, this, uh, this advertisement was brought to you by the British Drug Association. Um, by, by drugs, by British, by British drugs. But I said to my wife, why have they decided, why have the admin behind this, and I intend to track them down and interview them, right? Mm. Why did they think what we've got to do is we've had a briefing from the British Land Board, the Board of mm. British Land. We've got to flog land. They want us to, like, really, like, boost land so they've been down. A lot of lamb, leftover lamb. Needs selling. We've got Thatcher's got a fucking big m- mountain of surplus land that wants shifting pronto. And someone's gone, well, if you want to shift something pronto, in this game, it's simple. Sex sells. So what we want to do is get a sexy housewife and uh, and her husband's a bit of a geezer, like a criminal, probably. Sort of geezer who knocks off post offices with a sawn off. And he's come home from our days robbing and she's feeling really horny. And in order to get him in the mood, she's cooked the sexiest meal there is. Lamb chops. The lamb chop. But I said, in a way, lamb chops are the least sexy food. I said, because in the 80s, every nan's house smelt of lamb chops mm. and it was not a sexy smell. Very pungent. Lamb mm. is a pungent meat, Andy, isn't it? It is, but if you have it with some mint sauce... I'm not saying that, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't taste nice, but the smell... Roast chicken smells really nice. Roast beef. Walk into a house where some beef's roasting. Oh, lovely. Pork, just the same. Lamb. That is a pungent and distinctive smell. Yeah, but there's worse. I, I, mean, would, like, I would not say it's a sexual smell. Like fried fish, fried salmon. Yeah. Mm. That that lingers. That's a lot worse than not a bit of lamb does, but I don't know. You seem to not be convinced that by the idea that lamb is a pungent meat. I'm not saying it's not pungent. I'm just saying it's it's there are other substances that are equally pungent. Mm. Do you, what I'm saying is though, do you think it makes sense for them to sell lamb on and take the sexual angle on it? Yeah, completely. That's what this <laughs> whole thing's completely about. Yeah, and I, I don't. It's it's it, it's part of the seduction dance. She's presenting <laughs> him with lamb chops, and she's giving what. him the old. She, I mean, she's got. Let me say the top she's wearing. It's like a backless oh, top. Unbelievable. Honestly, hell. I can't stress this enough. I know people think they listen to us going on about things like this sometimes they are fucking Sam and Andy they're always I mean I've been pulled up on that recently by a few people on Twitter go you're always going on about you're untriggerable and then in every episode you talk about something that's triggered you maybe it's a phase I'm going through I apologise but (laughs) in this case forget all of that right forget the past forget anything we've said in the past I promise you when you see this ad which we will tweet right Mm. you you will 
fucking agree with us that this is really sexual. This isn't in our imagination. It's like... Oh, oh it's 100%. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm not even... When I know, having spoke to all these people who make ads for my book, and I, and they used to always complain about how hard it was to get things through the... Um, what you call them? The regulators, right? Censors. Yeah. No, it really was hard. Like, you know, for certain brands in particular, it's very, they're very strict about what you can and can't show, right? Yeah. So the fact that they got this through, I'm actually astonished. I mean, mm. she's play, she's right up to the camera. She's basically having it off with the camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it's judging. It's not like a shaking back advert, is it? Which was Whoa. it had its moments, but ultimately it was quite benign. She's cut from a similar cloth, though. This housewife. Well, it's just gone. Let's take shaking back and just sex the fuck out of it. You're right. That's what it is. I'm gonna chop. I'm gonna fucking find these cunts. Right, yeah, I'm not saying it. they're cunts. They're probably geniuses. I, I mean, like, I'm gonna mm. pay. I, I want to track them down to thank them. This ad, I bet it didn't win any awards. You saw the Ponzi ads usually win awards, right? Yeah, but big this ad stuff. for me is the the most compelling ad I've ever watched. I've watched it so many times, and I don't think I'm gonna stop. Chop, 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 and chops. I'm still watching it on a loop. <laughs> But you're watching about the audio. I mean, without the audio, it's good. With the audio, it's fucking out of this world. I know. God dear me. How about um, a nice bit of British lamb? That's so, so easy. Throwback TV ads is the, is the account of British lamb. It's ever so easy. Because it's ever so quick. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Chops. <laughs> I keep changing my mind about what the weirdest slash funniest bit is. I'm pretty sure it's the geezer winking at the end. Yeah. There you go. And it really is. There's a subtext that I can't quite work out. That's what my son, my son's only yeah. 10. He's going, what's that guy really on about? And I said, well, I don't know. He's just trying to, he just likes chops. And he's going, no, no. There's, he, I, I get the sense that there's a grown up joke yeah. that I don't get. Which is partly true, because it's like they're trying to say, she's giving me lamb chops, and when I've finished eating them, we're going to have it off. We're going to have it off right? on the stairs. Yeah, with the fucking, <laughs> with the grease from the lamb chops still glistening <laughs> on my cheek. Yeah, that's the right. thing. I mean, he, he, the, the the thing that, that seals it is the fact that he, he doesn't repeat, chop, chop. He, he just goes, chop. He don't need to, because he yeah. knows, he is what we call... He is on a promise, yeah. right? Yeah. She's made no fucking bones about it. There's none of this like... It's not like the gold blend ads with the old will they, won't they bullshit. He's oh, come yeah. home. The, the, she's gone. The chase. Yeah. I, I want to fuck you, but first I want to feed you lamb chops. Yeah. And he's like, chops. Brilliant. And he yeah. knows the whole audience are in on it as well. All yeah. right, cunts at home. I know you're just sitting down waiting to watch Corey. Not me, though. I'm going to miss tonight's episode, and we all know why. Chops. What we're saying here is, eat lamb chops, you'll get your fucking end away. <laughs> Simple as that. Chops is a food stuff for the sexually active man. I need to know more about this advert. I need to know who he is, because I recognise him from so many things. He must have I been think I recognise him from the well. bill, but probably yeah. loads of other things. Definitely in Minder, <laughs> definitely in a Sweeney. <laughs> I also really need to know who she is as well. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do some digging, mate. I'm going to do yeah, some digging. We'll, 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 the, we'll the, get to the bottom this, of it. This, uh, I've mentioned it before, but the whole Instagram account is absolutely great. Um, 
it, it's it's my favourite at the moment. Throwback TV ads, and every day there's something funny on there. But this one, it just takes the biscuit. The main thing is why I don't remember it because I've got quite a good memory for all these ads. Yeah, but, uh, and this one looks pretty much in my prime, like the mid eighties. Mm. And yeah, maybe it maybe it just it wasn't says, on for long. It says nineteen eighty four on the listing yeah, on sounds Instagram. About right. So I'll have been eleven, twelve. Yeah. So it wasn't kind of. Well, you've been into your telly and your and your lamb at that age. I wasn't probably taking much attention to lamb adverts. You were? Were you not? Was lamb not a big part of your life when you were? Well, it that was, age? but it was just always there. I yeah. didn't need to be told to eat you weren't lamb. a target were you because we you regularly weren't buying lamb the lamb for Sunday dinner it was you know it didn't need to be fucking sat down at all and also I wasn't sexually aware enough you were like I the, lamb uh, but I'm not getting in that sin I loads of lamb with plenty of mint sauce on it nah that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't working for me back then I wasn't I wasn't what? the target audience for it because I wasn't the lamb provider I was a lamb consumer yeah, and same with all the ads, really. Yeah. Although there was a good one on there the other day for um, Colgate. I don't know if you remember it, but they had these kids and they were just singing along to Madness. Oh, yeah, and they were doing the Nutty Boy dance. Yeah. That's a great one, that, yeah. You know, my mate, Jay. Yeah. He, he made it. Oh, I remember you telling me, yeah. I always say to him, it's the best thing you've ever done in your life. Genius. Mate. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we go there's an email I wanted to read out mm. I won't say who it's from because he wants to be anonymous and it's regarding the whole thing about getting paid with a crisp £50 note lovely and he says this is particularly close to home as my fiancé's Cypriot grandfather insists on awarding her and her sisters a single £50 note on their birthdays which he specifically goes to the bank to withdraw from the cashier on numerous occasions we've politely pointed out that not all retailers accept these and he shrugs it off as if that's our fucking problem (laughs) (laughs) but there's more he says he also is a mine of bullshit having shared with me tales about his brother who he referred to as the strongest man on Cyprus (laughs) whoa (coughs) not in Cyprus on Cyprus on Cyprus uh, who could do 100 punches in a minute <laughs> and Anonymous says, I'm still not sure what this means. And this man, his brother, strongest man on Cyprus, once beat up a Scottish man for saying Merry Christmas to him. <laughs> Fuck your Christmas, Scotsman. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. 100 punches. The only way to defeat a Scotsman. Is with 100 punches in a minute. In one minute. One <laughs> calendar minute. So I like that one. Before that we go, great. we're going to do some mm. predictions. Yeah. Um. Uh, update in case you don't follow us on Twitter. I hate to say this, Sam, but I'm 14 points ahead at the top of the league now. Uh, you fucking smashed it, but the last those seasons, always big business. It is. We're almost there. Um, we've got... I keep predicting Sunderland's results and getting six points for them. That's what's happened. It's amazing, got, isn't it? Um, imagine if you were a gambling man. Probably yeah. best not to imagine that, though. Leicester versus Everton. Frank Lampard. Uh, well, Leicester are kind of trailing off, aren't they? And Everton yeah. really need it. But Everton are shit. So uh, I'm going to still say 2 1 Leicester. 2 1 Leicester. Um, I've, oh, God. I don't know. I've, Lampard seems to be sorting them out. I'm going to go well, one. Well, they got one result, didn't they? 
Have they, they've had more, haven't they? They've had a couple lately. I don't know. I, I, you know, when, when you're like in the Premier League and there's a um, relegation fight going on, uh, well, usually, traditionally, West Ham are involved in it. But now that we're not this season, it's horrible because I feel like a vulture. Because I'm looking, people go, oh, who do you think is going to go down? Who do you want to go down? And I'm looking, thinking, well, which club do we want to scavenge the most? Ah, right, right. for next season, yeah. Okay. So you look at them and you think, I mean, Norwich and Watford are down already and they don't have really many players that, that you'd want there. to pursue. But you look at like <clears throat> Everton and you look at Leeds who are getting sucked into it and you've been mm. fucking hell there's want, loads to pick Leeds, off the bones you? at Leeds yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I know we have a lot of Leeds listeners because you know our support of um, of Bielsa in their battle with Lampard uh, was popular amongst Leeds community and I think you know Leeds are a great club great fans I've loved having them in the Premier League so I don't actually hope you get relegated but on the other hand quite like oh, to buy some of their players yeah yeah, we'll see. Chelsea versus Wolves. Uh, I'll go first on that. I think this will be 3-0 to Chelsea. Yeah, Wolves are really going through bad bit of form. I'll say 2-0 Chelsea. Norwich versus West Ham. Um, obviously, we don't know what happened in Frankfurt as we were recording this beforehand, but this will be after the Frankfurt uh, escapade. So, Norwich versus West Ham. What's your record? Yeah, I'll go 1-0 West Ham. 1-0 West Ham. Um, uh, is this going to be Norwich's last home game in the Premier League it might be mightn't it yeah I think I'm going to go for a Norwich win I'm sorry I'm going to go two yeah no if I wasn't a West Ham fan I think I might because yeah. our form in the league has been awful for weeks we haven't won in fucking yeah. ages we will be off the bat so we'll either be buzzing still off a win <laughs> or we'll be absolutely gutted off of a loss I, uh, and, Nor- <laughs> and Norwich will be like Nothing to hey. they'll be playing with a little yeah. bit of freedom. Sunshine. Mm. Laughter. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I honestly think this prediction league outcome is because you've refused to... I always predict ac- West Ham wins. West Ham slump and because you hit Millwall, even though Millwall are like seventh or eighth in the championship. Yeah, it's silly. I stopped being rational um, long ago. <laughs> Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday, Friday night. Uh, league one playoff semi-final, first leg. Ah, oh, exciting. Looks like we might have about... 40,000 plus in for that fucking hell ridiculous Ma- for League One m- massive game massive two huge game. clubs and I'm, that's massive yeah I'm, I'm going to go 3-1 Sunderland oh well they're usually cagey these they first legs so that's I'm going to say 1-0 prediction I'm going to say 1-0 1-0 fair enough and then Bournemouth versus Millwall Bournemouth are up I think they are um, so, but I'll still say it'll be party time at Bournemouth. Yeah. So I reckon two 0 Bournemouth. Two 0 Bournemouth. I'll go three one again. There we are. That's the predictions. Um, that's the episode. Enjoy your weekend, everybody, and thank you and goodbye. Chop 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 chops. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.